turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. This program has been pre-recorded. The views of this program do not reflect the station or Salem Media Group. The following program is sponsored by Next Steps for Seniors Foundation. This is Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. Each week, Wendy brings resources and information to help guide you through those next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. Now, Here's Wendy Jones with this week's guest. Good morning and welcome to Next Steps for Seniors. I'm Wendy Jones, your host and also owner and operator of Next Steps for Seniors, the business. Each and every week, you know we just do our best to bring information, details, resources. We are all aging and we're aging together. So my job is to help you through that time. And I love what I do. Uh, I love what we do as a company. I love what we do uh, on this radio program. We get a lot of phone calls every week from our listeners that are really interested in the topics. And those of you who didn't hear last week's program, Follow Your Heart, was amazing. We had someone share her personal testimony of how she had a physical heart attack back in November of 2020. And that journey. And then we had... Um, you know, the cardiovascular services over at Ascension Providence Rochester Hospital follow that with maybe what we should be doing. <laughs> and let me tell you, folks, we don't mess with things like that. And it was a good lesson. It was a lesson for me, and I hopefully it was a lesson for all of you. But we're going to switch gears uh, this week, and I have a near and dear friend, Brian Kurtz, in the in the studio with me. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Wendy. Always excited to have you. Brian is, you'll hear him weekly on The Patriot, Money Matters. Go ahead, tell him a little bit about your show. If you've been listening for a couple of hours, you already heard me. I'm on, uh, I'm on at 9 a.m. on Saturday mornings, 
and uh, then you're on at 11 after that. But I have you to thank for introducing me to the Patriot. I came there in April of 2018 after being in Canada for 16 and a half years uh, doing a show over there. So I appreciate the, the introduction. Well, it was I got I got to just tell you, listeners, he asked me to be on his program over in Canada. And so I did the whole go through, you know, <laughs> go over to cross the border and had lunch in Canada and did his program. And when I got back like four hours later, I called him and I said, have you considered coming to Michigan and doing this program? So, yeah, we're happy to have you at WDTK. The Patriot is blessed to have you. You've got a ton of knowledge about financial situations, issues, planning ahead. And speaking of, that's our topic this week, planning ahead. Because there are so many things that we need to think about. But I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be completely honest. The number one issue when people call my office is they cannot afford the services they need. And it's heartbreaking. It's absolutely heartbreaking. And many, many, many of them say, I wish I would have done things differently had I known it was going to cost this much to take care of myself later in life. And what's the number? 75% of people need long-term care? Need It, it may not be long-term, but 75% of people between the age of 60 and 90 or whenever you know, they do pass away are going to need some form of help, Wendy. It may be in-home health services. It may be adult daycare. It may be assisted living. You know, Jean Pastula, who was one of the inventors of the life insurance policies that, that you can use the death benefit to pay for long-term care, I was interviewing him one time, and he said, Brian, Brian, it's just unusual to go from totally healthy to totally deceased without a without a period of declining health. You know, barring a catastrophic heart attack like your uh, last guest had had, or barring an accident, we all have declining health, and and during that period of time, most of us, the vast majority, are going to need some form of assistance. Yes, and and with that being said, all of us spend our working years planning for retirement, right? I mean, we want to work, 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 save, 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 so we can spend our money on ourselves. The problem is if we spend all of our money, (laughs) we don't have enough when we're 80-something and we're no longer able to travel across the world, and now we're in a care facility. And that's why, Brian, you're here today, because I am concerned about those people, and I want want us to plan ahead. Well, at AIP Financial Services, Long-term care issues are one of the things that we deal with. We deal with retirement income planning. Frankly, that's more fun than uh, <laughs> than fun. the topic of long-term care, you know, investment returns and keeping money safe and helping people accumulate and then make the transition into retirement. It is it is a mental leap in many cases more than a financial leap to to accept the fact that you're about to let what you've accumulated serve you instead of the other way around, you know? And as you said, setting a portion of that aside for your eventual care needs is just part of the equation. And then we do a lot of estate planning, too, to help uh, people pass assets on to the next generation with a minimum of taxation, probate, and hassle. So just to give you an idea, listeners, I want to tell you the average independent living community. So independent living is, you know, your meals, you get two meals a day, you have your own apartment, everyone in the building is 55 and older. Many of them are probably average age 69 to 80, I would say, is the average independent living age. 
and and it's a great environment. They're playing cards, they're talking, they're they're having social hours and happy hours, and I mean it's a, it's fun. It's like living on a cruise ship, and everything's done for you. They have housekeeping services, and it's not that you don't have to do those things or you can't do them. You don't have to do them, right? It's not that you can't. We know you can still cook, but why not go to a restaurant and have dinner with a ton of people and be social? So the average independent living is twenty six hundred a month. Maybe twenty six to twenty eight hundred, and again, that includes two meals a day, your housekeeping, and your apartment. Okay, so you still have to pay for all the other stuff. But Brian, the average Social Security check per month is fifteen hundred and forty three dollars. So, if we don't have money in savings and we didn't plan ahead, you already can't afford to even move into an independent living retirement community and have some services for you. And therein lies the problem. Right. Independent living is not covered by Medicaid either. Nope. It's just a choice. That's why they call it independent. But Mm -hmm. that leaves a huge gap, doesn't it? It does. And if you need more assistance, if you need someone to help you get up in the morning and get dressed and go to the bathroom and who knows, right, take a shower, that's assisted living and that's double the price. So now we're already at $5,000 plus a month. And everyone's like, you mean I have to pay for that? Insurance stuff doesn't cover that? And I'm like, nope, insurance does not cover that unless you have a long-term care policy, insurance policy, which I would say if I had to guess, 3% of the people have that. That's probably a pretty good guesstimate. Uh, Long-term care insurance is, you would think it would be growing. The number of people who have policies might be growing. It seems to be going the other way, Wendy, because companies are exiting that business. They're not doing it anymore. John Hancock got out of it. Genworth got out of it. CNA got out of it. Uh, Mutual of Omaha is one of the few companies left that I know of. And the reason why is because they grossly underestimated the amount of claims they would have. Mm -hmm. They thought people would drop their policies. People kept them. And the incidence of claims is over 50% on, you know, some are long-term claims and some are short-term claims, but they didn't price it the way that they needed to. And so they just got out of the business. Well, and what's interesting, the last time you were with us, Brian, I remember you telling me about a life insurance policy that has like a a runner or waiver or whatever about that you could pull money out to use for your care. Do you remember that? Yeah, I have one myself. I I had a term policy that was a 20-year term, and it was 17 years in or whatever it was. It didn't have that much longer to go, right? But it could be converted to a permanent policy if you wanted to. So I converted it. A lot of people with cash value policies could just trade in the cash value policies and do a single pay. There's lots of ways to do it. But the policy that I have is a universal life that is guaranteed up to age 100, my death benefit, and I can use the death benefit, most of it, in pieces, like 2% a month, so over 50 months, which is a little over four years, to pay for assisted living, in-home health care, you know, facility care, any of that, and to do so on a tax-advantaged basis. This way, I've got the death benefit. If I I die at age 98 in my sleep with full possession of my mental faculties like we all should, right? Exactly, like we all want to. Like we all want to. Then my my kids, my beneficiaries, my heirs are going to get a million dollars, and they'll get it tax-free. But if I need any of that money beforehand, I can pull it out a couple percent at a time and use it to pay for my own care. And then whatever I haven't used, they get when I do pass away. Okay, sign me up. That's all I got to say. That is the best thing going. Can you share your phone number? 
please. Sure. Our, I think our listeners need to make a phone call. I'm just our toll-free number, I almost said my cell phone, our toll-free number is 866-247-6663. We're over at Square Lake and John R. in Troy, uh, but we have the toll-free number because I have a lot of snowbirds and people that listen you know, in other states. So 866-247-6663. Well, and people can come to your office if they like, or you can do a phone call or Zoom, whatever people are comfortable with, right? I'm proud to say we have Zoom capability. I just got new computers for myself and my assistant, new webcams, all the latest technology. We do do that. I, I'll be honest. Most people do come in, and it's okay. I, I'll wear a mask if people want me to. I don't require them because I have a big enough desk that we're at least six feet apart when we're sitting and talking. Right. But, yeah, we, we have you know social distancing in place. I think it's my personal opinion that the the the, uh, the plan we just talked about, Brian, is definitely something that I hope and pray that our listeners will look into. It is worth its weight in gold, especially after the number of calls that we have gotten into our office and how many times people just are not prepared when they need assistance and they don't realize they have to pay for it. It is not covered under Medicare and Medicaid. It is private pay. Assisted living, independent living, any kind of group home and memory care is all private pay. We're going to be back in just a few moments to talk more with Brian Kurtz from AIP Financial. Hi there, this is Daryl Wood from 6 O'Clock Talk on WDTK, and I want you to know that we have sponsorship opportunities right now. If you are a business owner or provide marketing services for any organization, contact our general sales manager, Greg Bryant, at 248-581-1221 for sponsorship information. We have sponsorship opportunities available for any size budget that includes live reads, promos, and digital assets to drive your business. Call Greg Bryant now at 248-581-1221. I'm Brian Kurtz, president of AIP Financial Services. A fixed annuity is similar to a CD at a bank. They both give you a guaranteed interest rate for a certain period of time and are very safe. Fixed annuities, though, typically pay a higher interest rate than CDs, and the interest is tax-deferred until you take it out. As an independent advisor, I'm proud to be able to offer the highest guaranteed rates anywhere in the nation. Call AIP Financial Services today at 866-247-6663 to find out what you could be earning on your safe money. Hello, Patriots. I'm Robert Dempster, the Positive Patriot. I'm inviting you every Saturday, high noon to 1, and on Sundays, 11 a.m. to high noon, where you will find law and order walking hand-in-hand in in faith. You can hear us here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, and also on Facebook, streaming live. And don't forget, God bless America. Meet Skip, senior pastor at Sand Hills Neighborhood Church. I told you if we broke attendance records, I'd get the church logo tattooed on my arm. And meet Guy, the youth pastor trying to break through the noise. I just want the church to get back to the gospel. Problem is you're trying to get your message across. Uh, the gospel. Right, right, right. And ain't nobody listening to that. But this mega church. A good Friday and Easter. I need something big. Has one mega problem. Bigger than the resurrection. Bigger than anything we've ever done. National headlines. Preach on the death and resurrection of Jesus. An actual crucifixion. This Easter, ask yourself, is the gospel enough with this hilarious new comedy? Operation Stop, Skip as a go. That's awesome. Church People, starring Thor Ramsey and Stephen Baldwin. Amen. 
Stream it on your TV, tablet, or phone. Go to SalemNow.com for details. SalemNow.com. Use the promo code DETROIT for additional savings. Chris McCourtney, team leader at Salem, Detroit, and Salem Surround, the fastest-growing digital ad agency in southeastern Michigan for sure. We've leveraged our long history here in Detroit and need great people with big goals and big ideas to help our partners get to their goals for 2021. Call or text me at 248-765-4388 and let's connect. We'll talk about excellence in executing for our multi-million dollar clients and our SMBs too. We're looking for leaders who want to grow with a fast-paced company. Selling experience is preferred but not required. Leadership and a hunger to be the best, that's not optional. We've got a solid, successful team, and we're looking to get even better. Is that you? Call or text me at 248-765-4388. That's 248-765-4388. Salem Surround is an equal opportunity employer. Listen to WDTK-FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot anytime, anywhere on Radio.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines. Plus, on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK-FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot Detroit at Radio.com today. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors, our topic today, planning ahead. And we're just really, you know, Brian Kurtz is a near and dear friend. He has the program Money Matters, and you're just knowledgeable. You understand money. You understand what needs to happen. And I love having you on the program because I feel like it's such a critical part of aging. We have got to plan for our care. We just have to. And so many people don't, or they think they do, and then they end up spending a lot of their money. And we're in a day and age now, right? We don't have the pensions and the backup plans that we used to have. You know, my mom and dad, they're set because they had pensions. And they even tell me to this day, they're like, if we didn't have a pension, we wouldn't have any money. So let's talk about our people now. What are some of the things that they can be doing Long-term care isn't planning isn't is really critical. Well, the demographic is changing. You you covered a lot of things in what you just said there. Mm-hmm. The the people ask me why if I can digress for a minute. People ask me why I think the stock market has gone up so much. And the market over the last 10 years, this is just an observation uh, of my own, not something I've read. I've got a lot of clients, which means other advisors have a lot of clients, which means there just are a lot of people, okay, who are like your parents. They have their pension. They have their Social Security. They probably take the bare minimum out of their IRAs that they have to, and they might be a little annoyed that they have to do that. Right. <laughs> because, they are. <laughs> so, so not a lot coming out by choice and by, you know, it's not necessary. At the same time, there's a whole generation of people are age and younger that will never have a pension and so more people than ever before in our country's history wendy are being asked to save for their own retirement and more people than ever are doing it so 
every Friday, these boxcars pull up on Wall Street, and these bags of money fall off the train and stenciled on the bags, it says buy stocks. People are putting more money in by automatic payroll deduction contribution to 401ks than ever before. 403Bs, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And uh, so you've noticed probably that in the absence of any weird headlines, if North Korea doesn't do something stupid or Greece doesn't fall into the Mediterranean Sea or something like that, the market kind of wants to go up. who knows, right? Yeah. (laughs) The market kind of, or we have a worldwide pandemic that makes people panic for about five (laughs) weeks, uh, last February and March. But uh, in the absence of any stuff like that, the market wants to go up. You know, mm-hmm. and so that will mean that people will be will be better set, you know, because people are saving from a younger age, but people are also living longer. And, mm-hmm. you know, back to your point of needing to set some of it aside, I, I use the analogy of car insurance. I have an awful lot of older clients who own their cars, some of them very nice cars, pay cash for them. And I'll ask them, you know, when we talk about, well, I don't really want to deal with long-term care insurance. It's a depressing topic, no doubt. But there it is, right? It's it's a necessity Real. in some cases. Mm-hmm. And I'll ask them, do you have collision insurance on your automobile? Well, yeah, absolutely. Why do you have it? You don't need it. You don't. You're not required to carry collision insurance unless you have a lien on the car, unless you owe on the car. And I say, well, yeah, but if I crash it or someone crashes into me, I don't want to come out of pocket for $40,000, you know, to replace my car. Well, the same principle applies to taking care of yourself. The large, You don't want to come out of pocket $10,000 a month, $6,000 a month, $4,000 a month to have a place to stay where you can have someone help you. And so if you can set aside a pool of money for that, either by traditional long-term care insurance or by some sort of life insurance that you put in a little and you get out a lot, uh, you know, to, to simplify it, you can have more choices in the places that you might get to stay. I love the analogy. I'm just saying, I think it's perfect because it's hard for people to take their hard-earned money and just hand it over and be like, oh, here's five grand a month for my care. But if they've planned that way, like you just said, and, and they have the, the, the thought process, like he doesn't want to crash his car because he doesn't want to pay 40000 So, of course, he has insurance. So we need to have that backup plan. And that's what I love about Brian. He's very logical. He cares. You have compassion. And I just encourage you, listeners, this is a time to really think about this stuff. Put it down on paper. Process through and I want you to use the number of a minimum of $5,000 a month for your care. And I also want you to plan like you're going to live to 100 because you're all going to ask me, how long do I have to plan that for? Well, I'm going to tell you, plan like you're going to live to 100 because guess what? If you lived in 98, you're going to be fine. <laughs> that's how I put together. That's exactly how I put together the retirement plans in my office when, you know, and I'll sit down with people and say, you know, we, we've taken what they've accumulated, what they're contributing. How much longer do you want to work? What's a reasonable rate of return and kind of extrapolate that all out into what might the nest egg look like? And then where should we draw income? What age should we draw social security, et cetera? And then I'll say, well, if we do this and then at social at 67 we take social security and we plan on 33 years more of withdrawals that'll get you to 100 and everyone laughs but you know what some of them are going to make it and you don't know which ones are so why not plan that way exactly and i've got a sweet little 103 year old lady that is living in assisted hmm. living and she didn't even move in till she was 102 so wow. just fyi that's a real story and i when i went and talked to her i have to tell everyone this story just cuz we're talking about it I asked her what her secret was. 
because there's not many people you can have a conversation with at 103. And do you know what she said? Staying active. This woman used to walk every single day. And it, you know what's killing her right now, being in this assisted living? She can't walk every day. I mean, she can walk around the assisted living, but they don't want her to go outside. They're mm-hmm. all nervous because she could fall and, you know, everything else. So, but every day for her entire life. How about that? And that's where she is 100. Because I asked her, I'm like, did you drink alcohol? Did you smoke? Did you, you know, did you drink dairy? Like, we we need, we want to know this information. And that's what she did is walked. Well, you're absolutely right. Move it or lose it is not just a cliche. Just <laughs> if you don't keep active, you will lose your ability to keep active. Exactly. Exactly. So I want to share with our listeners, I had looked up Um, Social Security, because a lot of people are asking, you know, how do I know how much I'm going to get from Social Security? And there's a website. SSA.gov. It's very easy. Just six characters. SSA.gov. They don't mail out those green sheets anymore. You know, the sheets with the green line around them that used to tell you exactly how much you're going to get. They don't mail those out regularly anymore. But you can go to SSA.gov, set up an account, takes five minutes, uh, even I can do it. And uh, <laughs> So that means I maybe can do it enter, too. <laughs> yeah, you enter your social security number and a couple of things like what elementary school did you go to and like that. And then it, you'll have that sheet, and it'll print out, and it looks the same as it did before. It still has the green line around it, but and it'll say on there, if you keep working until this age, this is what you'll get, you know, or if you, or if you keep working until that age, that's what you'll get, and uh, that's how you can do it. It's very easy. So I'm, I'm begging you listeners, anyone who's listening to the program today that is not yet receiving Social Security but is wondering, right, maybe how much you're going to get or please go on that website. Please, please, please. And I'm going to give you a couple things. It says um, enter earnings in the current year, so what your annual earnings are. Um, and that also says future retirement date options. So if you've decided upon a retirement date, you enter the month, the number in the year, that you plan to retire and it'll give you this calculation. Like I would way better. I'd be, we all, we would all be way better off knowing what that number is. Oh, absolutely. And you're more ambitious than I was because I didn't even do the calculator. I just (laughs) entered in my info and printed out the green sheet and let them tell me, you know, but yeah, you can, you can type in different retirement scenarios and play with it a little bit. Well, and, and if you think you can retire at 62 and really you can't, you should probably work till you're 70 or whatever the case is. At least now, you know, you know what you're playing with, you know, the numbers, and yes, we pray that everyone has a 401k and is planning ahead and has a big, huge pot of money at the end of the, <laughs> at the end of the rainbow. But if you don't, at least you need to know, what am I going to have to live off of? It's critical. Okay, let's move into um, estate planning. So talk to me a little bit about what estate planning is and what you can do to help our clients. Estate planning. I used to do seminars on this back in 2000. 20 years ago, 21 years ago, 2000 to 2002. And I wow, ha- that really dated all of us. Didn't uh, it? I'm <laughs> telling you. <laughs> well, you said before I was knowledgeable, and it's like I've been doing this since October 1st, 1993 now, uh, full time. So whatever See, you spend your you time on, one Wisdom. of my, well, yeah, one of my mentors used to say, uh, whatever you spend your time on, you get good at. You know, you want to learn how to play tennis, spend time on it. Uh, yep. Doesn't seem to be working for golf, but that's, and that may just be a lack <laughs> of talent. But <laughs> estate planning, 
I don't like the term because it conjures up images of an estate, you know, a big old house and lots of money and assets and things like that. And really, estate planning is the process of passing on your stuff. That's all it is, Wendy. Whether it's a lot of stuff or a little stuff, estate planning is the idea of let's make sure that whatever stuff I have, whether it's bank accounts and, and monetary assets or whether it's baseball cards and, and you know the, the wedding ring that I had for all these years, making sure that it gets passed on. And we're about the business of making sure that it gets passed on without conflict without dispute if we can do it it's not always possible and without probate and with a minimum of cost because that makes a big difference yeah and everything you just said is everything that i hear every day because many people have not done exactly what you just said to plan ahead and to be prepared and to have your your ducks in a row so to speak so we're going to talk about that in the next segment and how you can help our listeners you're listening to the patriot fm 101.5 am 1400 and we'll be back with you in just a few moments hi i'm wendy jones with next steps for seniors airing saturdays at 11 a.m there is a lot going on right now and many of you may be experiencing some sort of body pain not everyone finds results with medications injections or surgery if this sounds like you or someone you love call the restore wellness center they use high intensity laser therapy that reduces inflammation reduces your pain and even promotes the healing process they can help relieve your neck and back pain arthritis sciatica pain tendonitis neuropathy muscle strain tmj headaches and so much more they are the only laser center in michigan that has manufactured trained and certified techs that follow the protocols created to reduce your pain All of their centers follow the CDC guidelines and make sure your visit is safe. You will always be their number one priority. They are Michigan's largest laser treatment center. Call today in a free consultation and get your first visit for free at 586-459-0077 or visit RestoreWellnessCenter.com. What is it that you need to be restored? I'm Brian Kurtz, president of AIP Financial Services. A fixed annuity is similar to a CD at a bank. They both give you a guaranteed interest rate for a certain period of time and are very safe. Fixed annuities, though, typically pay a higher interest rate than CDs, and the interest is tax-deferred until you take it out. As an independent advisor, I'm proud to be able to offer the highest guaranteed rates anywhere in the nation. Call AIP Financial Services today at 866-247-6663 to find out what you could be earning on your safe money. Did you ever wish you could just get rid of your electric bill? Solar Solutions of America makes solar simple. Switching to solar power for your home doesn't need to be a complicated process. We offer turnkey solar energy solutions for your home or business to reduce or even eliminate your electric bill. To make the switch simple, we offer a zero-down financing option. In addition, you can qualify for a federal tax credit to make owning your own power even easier and help you save money. We know that not every home is great for solar. We have the tools that can simply assess your home's solar potential. To get started, head on to our website at www.solar-solutionsofamerica.com and fill out our no-obligation quote form. From there, we'll search your home's sun exposure and come up with a plan that fits you best. Have more questions? Feel free to contact Solar Solutions of America by phone at 1-800-576-9495. Again, that number is 1-800-576-9495. Chris McCourtney, team leader at Salem, Detroit, and Salem Surround, the fastest-growing digital ad agency in southeastern Michigan for sure. 
We've leveraged our long history here in Detroit and need great people with big goals and big ideas to help our partners get to their goals for 2021. Call or text me at 248-765-4388 and let's connect. We'll talk about excellence in executing for our multi-million dollar clients and our SMBs too. We're looking for leaders who want to grow with a fast-paced company. Selling experience is preferred but not required. Leadership and a hunger to be the best, that's not optional. We've got a solid, successful team, and we're looking to get even better. Is that you? Call or text me at 248-765-4388. That's 248-765-4388. Salem Surround is an equal opportunity employer. Listen to WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot, anytime, anywhere on radio.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines, plus on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot, Detroit, at radio.com today. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to our topic, planning ahead this week. And Brian Kurtz is with us from AIP Financial, one of my favorites. And really, we're kind of delving deep into this financial scenario and what we need to be doing. So listeners, tune in, because Brian's about to tell us that if <laughs> how important it is to have something in writing. Well, we've talked about you know, investments. We've talked about annuities and safe money. AIP Financial Wendy stands for Asset and Income Protection. And so there's a lot of ways to skin that cat, right? The idea is to keep your nest egg safe, but then the idea is also to pass it on in a protected fashion. And it's important to have something in writing because if you don't, the state of Michigan has a process for you. And you won't be here to see it unfold, of course, but maybe if you did, you wouldn't like it because, you know, people have ideas of of who they want to get their stuff. You don't have to have a large estate to do some rudimentary estate planning. Having something in writing is critical, whether it's a will or a trust or in some cases both. You know, if you have a trust, it's a will is part of the package and we'll get to that eventually. But you need to write something down preferably have it notarized or, mm-hmm. you know, do do something so there's no dispute. You don't want to be like Howard Hughes where six different wills come forward and, and, you know, you don't want there to be any question about which one was authentically yours. But, yeah, if you... That's a good example. <laughs> yeah, if you pass away and you don't have a will and you don't have a trust, the then your assets will pass under what's called the intestacy laws. You've died intestate, and they'll pass under the intestacy laws of the state of Michigan, which just simply means your next of kin typically will be the first in line, and then that may not be who you wanted, particularly if you don't have kids or even if you did. And uh, then that's how attorneys get rich because families go to court and fight each other. And some of these cases last for years. Neil Barnett is our estate planning attorney. He and I have done entire radio shows on horror stories of of, uh, 
uh, estate planning foibles of the rich and famous, number one, and uh, just regular people fighting each other. And it's, and it's not pretty. You want to you wanna avoid that if you can. Well, and, and to me, it seems like that does help avoid it. When you have something in writing, there's no, well, this is what mom would want. Well, this is what mom would want. Well, how did you know she wanted be, to be cremated? She never told me that. You know, they're having discussions like this at very emotional times. So, you know, we're we're high on the emotional level, and then to have serious discussions like that, then you do not want to be in that place. You'd much rather have everything laid out for you, so there is no question in your mind what, who's getting what, where it's going, how it's going to happen. I've I've had stories, and I know you have too, Brian, of families that have literally been broken apart upon the death of a family member because they did because that family member, mom, dad, aunt, uncle, whoever did not plan ahead and have it all written out for them. Well, you bring up a good point, too, about the the cremation and things like that. We're more concerned about passing on assets and making sure that the property gets it's divided everything. up. But, you know, take the funeral itself. If I'm a big proponent of pre-planned funerals, too, and, you know, having that the service laid out and even maybe pick out your casket or whatever, if you're going to do that, if you want to be cremated, you know, indicate that as well. Because if you haven't done any of that, then what happens is your your next of kin who are, as you pointed out, in one of the worst emotional states oh, of their life horrible. right now. They just lost a loved one. They're going to go in and they're going to shop for a casket and the, the person at the place is going to plant them firmly in front of the most expensive one that they have and say this, I think, would be the best way to honor your, your, your loved one. And that happens a lot. Buying. That happens yep. a lot. And so if it's all laid out ahead of time or if you have your wishes known that, hey, I want to be cremated and put them in writing. Don't just, you know, we all lose our memory sometimes as we get older and don't think your kids aren't going to live just as long as you. And they may be, you know, getting on in years too. And maybe they don't remember what you told them. Put it in writing. Right. So let's talk about the difference between wills and trusts and and how we do that with beneficiaries with your financial situations. Well, a revocable trust is is undertaken by people who want to avoid the probate process for their assets passing on. A will, Wendy, it's important for people to know, does not avoid probate, okay? Probate is all about ownership. If you and your husband own your house and you would like it to go to your kids, okay, in equal share, that's not uncommon. That's that's probably the most typical way, right? Mm-hmm. But you can't put a beneficiary on a house, so there's no, there's no name there. So if you pass away and you have a will, that house, well, whether you do or not, if you pass away, that house now has no living owner. And that's the key words, those three words, no living owner. Probate happens when you have assets floating around without a living owner. And even if you had a will that says the house goes to our kids equally and the oldest child is the executor, the one that has the authority, well, the oldest child is going to go try to put the house on the market and the title company is going to say, I'm sorry, we can't issue a clear title to that property. The owners are deceased. You need a letter of authority from the probate judge. And so off they go to probate to open up an estate because it's the only way they can get anything done. And spend thousands of dollars. In most cases, yeah. The the average probate cost in Michigan is between 5 and 7% of the probatable estate. Now, that doesn't include necessarily 401ks and IRAs and things like that that have named beneficiaries. But the minimum in in terms of time for probate in Michigan is six months, 
the average is closer to a year because they the, you have to open up the estate, you have to get on the docket, you have to file inventories with the court. The court has to do a publication in the legal news that has to run for 90 days that says Wendy and her husband are now deceased and anybody with a valid claim against the estate can come and take a whack at it for the next 90 days if they want. Then that time period expires and no challenges are filed. Then you can schedule to be on the docket again and you know dispose of things. So average is closer to a year during which time most assets are frozen. And for what it's worth, it's a very public process too. That bothers some people and it doesn't bother other people. I've had people say, what do I care? I'm going to be dead. But you can go today to the probate court if you want to and go look at the decedent files. You don't even have to have a specific one. Maybe they're probably closed now because of COVID, but uh, on a normal day, you know, I know because I did that in Macomb County years and years ago just by way of research. I went in and said I'd like to see the decedent files, and the lady was so nice she thought I had just lost somebody. She kind of lowered her voice and said, whose file did you need to see? And I said, I don't really care. I gave her my business card. I said, I'm just, I heard you could snoop around, and uh, I'm doing some research she she let me back she said here's a through m there's n through z over there here's a little room you can use copies are 10 cents a piece have a nice day and i sat there reading rummaging through people's dresser drawers you know from illegal and financial i i saw people when they died i saw what assets they had who got them it it was very public and i'm not sure everyone wants it that way oh i'm sure not everybody wants it that way i can't even imagine they would so what about the financial part of it? Um, that What is a trust? T- talk us a little bit through the trust. I mean, the will is clear. Like, you, you know, there's no living owner. We have a problem. Well, yeah, and a will is a list of instructions to the probate judge. Mm-hmm. A will doesn't avoid probate because it doesn't convert ownership. It just when the estate gets to probate, a will says this is how I want things to go. And so that's important. You have to have at least that, you know. A revocable trust goes a step further. A revocable trust is set up to own what you own. So we set up the – what's your husband's name? Scott. Scott. So we set up the Scott and Wendy Jones Revocable Living Trust. And into it, we title the house, maybe any brokerage accounts you have that are non-qualified, that are not IRAs, you know, large bank account, any assets that would otherwise go through probate, we put into the trust. So instead of you and Scott owning them, the trust now owns them, okay? Now, that's not as big of a change as it sounds like because the magic word is trustees. The trustees are the only ones who have any authority over or access to the assets in the trust. So we simply make you and Scott the trustees of your own trust, and life goes on as it did before. If one of you passes away, it's the same as it was before when you had everything in joint tenancy. The other one's still there, so it's cool. When both of you are gone, though, upon second death, control of those assets just goes to a successor trustee. Just because you and Scott have passed away doesn't mean your trust has. Does that make sense? Absolutely. That's literally why it's called a living trust, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it was set up to outlive you, to serve as the owner of your assets, and so the successor trustee, who you named when you set the thing up, just drops the title of successor and becomes a trustee. Same game, new quarterback, mm-hmm. and the, the assets don't spend five minutes without a living owner, and therefore probate has nothing to do. They yep. can settle the estate privately. Quickly, efficiently, a, privately. Yeah, all, as they should. Yeah, timely. All mm-hmm. those things happen when you have it set up correctly. And one other thing in our last minute I want to I stress, a lot of people go set up a trust. They get this nice little pretty binder. 
And then the attorney says to them, you need to fund your trust. And they say, oh, okay. And then they leave. And then guess what they never do? Well, because they don't know what funding is. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And that's very critical. And Brian's going to tell you exactly what that is in our last segment. I'm guessing we're going to talk about funding. You are going (laughs) to stay tuned. Uh, You're going to stay tuned. And in just a few moments, we're going to talk about what that looks like. Because this is important stuff, Brian. We all need to be aware of it. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but at some point, every single one of us will pass away. It happens. This is the journey of life. So let's be prepared for it. You're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. We'll be back in just a moment. If you owe back taxes, there's a lot you need to know, starting with rule number one. Don't mess with the IRS. They are cracking down this year by sending out heart-stopping letters, actively garnishing paychecks, levying bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. That's all true, but it's also true there's a way out. It's called the Fresh Start Initiative, an important government program for tax debt assistance. It's one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered, so now's the time. You could qualify for tax relief that saves you thousands, even tens of thousands. Nobody knows this program like the award-winning experts at Optima Tax Relief. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible. Don't mess with the IRS. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Hi, I'm Wendy Jones with Next Steps for Seniors, airing Saturdays at 11 a.m. There is a lot going on right now, and many of you may be experiencing some sort of body pain. Not everyone finds results with medications, injections, or surgery. If this sounds like you or someone you love, call the Restore Wellness Center. They use high-intensity laser therapy that reduces inflammation, reduces your pain, and even promotes the healing process. They can help relieve your neck and back pain, arthritis, sciatica pain, tendonitis, neuropathy, muscle strain, TMJ, headaches, and so much more. They are the only laser center in Michigan that has manufactured, trained, and certified techs that follow the protocols created to reduce your pain. All of their centers follow the CDC guidelines and make sure your visit is safe. You will always be their number one priority. They are Michigan's largest laser treatment center. Call today in a free consultation and get your first visit for free at 586-459-0077 or visit RestoreWellnessCenter.com. What is it that you need? to be restored. Hi there, this is Daryl Wood from 6 O'Clock Talk on WDTK and I want you to know that we have sponsorship opportunities right now. If you are a business owner or provide marketing services for any organization, contact our general sales manager, Greg Bryant, at 248-581-1221 for sponsorship information. We have sponsorship opportunities available for any size budget that includes live reads, promos, and digital assets to drive your business. Call Greg Bryant now at 248 581 Listen to WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot anytime, anywhere on Radio.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines, plus on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot Detroit at Radio.com today.
This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to our last segment with Brian Kurtz from AIP Financial, and we're talking about planning ahead. Um, But the million-dollar question that we're going to talk about in this segment is funding that trust. And here's why, because I cannot even tell you, listeners, how many times People have said, oh, I have a trust, and they pull out, they dust off the binder that was in their closet on the top shelf, and they pull it out, and then they give it to whoever, right, whoever, you know, needs it at that moment, someone's asking if they have a trust, and then they look at it and go, it's not funded. Okay, you have this great binder, and you have this, every, you paid all this money to this attorney, and now there's nothing in it. So Brian, I'm gonna I'm gonna segue that right into you to take away. <laughs> well, funding and and many people have come into my office over the years and said, take, "Can you take a look at my trust?" And same thing, yeah, all the pieces are there, they're properly executed and all that, but have you funded it? Have you put your assets into it? Funding is just the process of retitling what needs to be retitled to that would otherwise, like we said, go through probate. Savings bonds are an example. You know, if you have savings bonds, you can have a beneficiary on them, but you can only have one. There's a maximum of two names on a savings bond. Now the accounts are online. And if both of those people are deceased, that's a probate issue. So you can retitle savings bonds into a trust. They have a form for that. Uh, a quit claim deed is how we put a house in trust. And a lot of times the attorney will say, you don't have to file it yet. But have it executed, witnessed, notarized, and signed. If something happens to you, then the kids can go file it, and it'll be in the trust. Certain things don't go into trusts if you have a named beneficiary on it, like life insurance. Typically doesn't have to be owned by a revocable trust. IRAs and 401ks should never be owned by a trust because if they if they get put into a trust they lose their tax deferred status and that would be uh, that would be pretty okay, bad. Good to know. Yeah, yeah, so don't ever remember what IRA stands for, individual retirement account, so it has to be in an individual's name. But you want funding is the process of putting your assets in the trust and I've had some people say to me, "Well, yeah, I did that. There's a list of assets right in the trust, so I put it in there." That's not good enough. It means actually changing the title. And when you go to a law firm, they know how to do a great trust. Neil Barnett is our estate planning attorney, has been for over 20 years. He's also a Bloomfield Township trustee, an elected official, does a great job. He's he's a family lawyer and a state planning lawyer and a registered psychologist. So, you know, he's got a lot of credentials and he does a fantastic trust. He doesn't do the funding. Law firms don't do that. They just, you know, so that's where you need to work with a financial advisor or be astute enough to do it yourself and just retitle what needs to be retitled. Otherwise, the money you spend on the trust doesn't do you any good. So you can help them with that. You can help them fund the trust. Oh, yeah. This we we actually do. do it. We we make copies of, you know, mutual fund statements and uh, the home deed and whatever else may need to be retitled, and we prepare the papers necessary uh, to to put those assets in the trust. So it'll say in the trust of Scott and Wendy Jones, for example, or whatever mm-hmm. the house, the title of the house would be the trust name. The ti- yeah, there's a quit claim deed that says Scott and Wendy Jones quit claim to the Scott and Wendy Jones revocable trust dated whatever date it may be. Scott and Wendy Jones trustees. We always make sure that's in there. So <laughs> in case there's any question, you know, and and that's it. Then the the house is owned by the trust. It can pass probate free. Same thing with, you know, the brokerage accounts or whatever. Yeah. And listeners, really, I think it's critical to know that probate 
will cause a lot of anxiety, a lot of time, and a lot of money that you probably don't have. That can all be avoided if we all do what Brian just said. It can all be avoided. And, you know, there are some – I'm not an attorney. Let me make that clear. I may play one on the radio, but I'm not <laughs> I'm not an attorney. Well, and you're doing a darn good job. Just so saying. I can't tell people, legally speaking, you need a trust or you don't need a trust. I can come on here and tell you what they do and what they don't do, you know, but – you can avoid probate by placing your assets into a trust. You can also avoid probate some other ways too. Okay, talk to us. If you How have, do we do that? Well, if you have rent, if you don't have property, if you rent your home or you're in assisted living or you're in an apartment or whatever, and then you have your assets consist of bank accounts and maybe an IRA and you have beneficiaries on those things, then your assets aren't going to go through probate because you have named beneficiaries on it. It's only if you have things that otherwise would go through probate that you want to look into a trust. What I don't recommend and what the attorney usually doesn't recommend is putting your kids' names on your house with you mm. because that does a couple of things. It it makes your house partly owned by them, so any lawsuits, any divorces, any any things that the kids might go through. It could through, get messy. It, it could, could get messy. you know, that can be an attachable asset, number one. Number two, it's a capital gains tax issue because if you put your kids' names on your house, then they're considered to have owned part of that house for a long period of time and they only get a step up in cost basis on the portion that they inherit. So your tax bill gets a little ugly later on too. Easier to pass a house on, you know, by by doing a revocable trust. I'll be darned. So let me ask you the last question. Is there is there a way to avoid probate without a trust? Beneficiaries, naming beneficiaries. Besides what you just said. So is, you did yeah, talk about that is, a little bit. Is the easiest okay. way. Okay. And, so uh, you know, having having your assets structured so that, you know, you don't have that, so that nothing's going to be floating around without a living owner. Exactly. <laughs> uh, listen, I've got a visual of that right now, <laughs> floating around without a living owner. It's It's important. And we've worked our whole lives to acquire what we have and to let it all just kind of float away without a living owner is is depressing. I want to mention one thing too about putting a trust as beneficiary of things because a lot of people that do execute a revocable trust will, you know, retitle what they need to retitle. They know not to put their IRA or 401k into the trust. They'll have their spouse as beneficiary, but then there's a tendency in a lot of cases with annuities or life insurance or other assets to put as the contingent beneficiary your revocable trust. Because you say, well, we did the trust, so when both mama and I are gone, you know, we want things to all flow into the trust. Not a good idea generally to do that with IRAs. There are some reasons to do it, but they're few and far between and kind of esoteric special needs situations and things like that. But if you put a trust as contingent beneficiary of an IRA, Wendy, then when both spouses are gone, that the IRA funds are going to go into the trust and they're all going to be taxable at once. And that's a situation that many people would like to avoid because we tend to pass away when our kids are in the highest earning years of their life, you know? Right. If you put individuals on, you know, uh, you want to put the spouse as primary beneficiary and then the kids individually in equal share or whoever your beneficiaries are, but name them by name in equal share, that gives them options, they can take they can take ten years to spread that money out and lessen the tax liability. If it goes into the trust, it's all taxable at once. So that's a biggie. That is very interesting. So Brian, we have three minutes left in this program. We covered 
an absolute ton of information and I love it. And I'm sure the listeners are like, this is good stuff because we need to hear this. We need to, we need to be aware and we need to be proactive and we need to plan like we're going to live to a hundred. But what would you say are the most important takeaways to our listeners in these last few minutes, just in case someone's just tuning in and they missed part of our, our well, let's today. avoid probate. I want to, I want to bring up one more thing since we have a couple of minutes. If we can agree that we don't want our kids to go through probate after we're gone, then certainly we can agree that we'd rather not be in the probate court while we're here. And that's what makes the ancillary documents so important, the other stuff that comes with a revocable trust package. I'm talking about a power of attorney and a power of attorney for health care. It's all part of the package. That's a probate matter, too. If you become incapacitated, you have a stroke, you develop dementia, whatever it may be, we, we covered how often that happens earlier. And you need someone to manage your finances, pay your bills, do things like that for you. Make sure you take your required minimum distributions from your IRAs. You know, make, make sure that someone takes care of you financially. If you need someone to do that and you don't have them named ahead of time, that's a probate matter. Your family has to take you to probate court and basically make you prove you're incompetent. It's, it's not fun. They're, they have to apply for guardianship or conservatorship. Conservatorship is over the assets. Guardianship is over your person physically. You can avoid all of that by executing a power of attorney for financial affairs, a durable power of attorney, and executing a medical power of attorney. attorney. <laughs> Say that really fast. Medical power of attorney <laughs> as well. Right. And uh, and then the medical power of attorney allows you, of course, to give that person some instructions as to the sort of care you would or wouldn't want. But that's all part of the package. Keeps you out of probate while you're here, as well as, well as keeping your kids out of probate when you're gone. Love it. Good stuff. Okay, Brian, share your information again, please, with our listeners. Listeners, grab your piece of paper, grab your pencil. You're going to want this information. We're, we're on the northeast corner of Square Lake and John R. That's 19 Mile and John R. for the East Siders. And uh, our toll-free number, Wendy, is 866-247-6663. You can email me, B-R-I-A-N-K, at AIPfinancialservices.com. I answer any and all questions. I answer most of them on the air. Sometimes we have to stack them up and do a whole show full of questions if I don't get to them at the end of the show. But you can call us again, 866-247-6663, or you can email us, and uh, we'll be happy to help. And be sure to tune in to his program, Also Money Matters. Money Matters, 9 a.m. Saturday mornings, 9 to 10. In the United States, thank goodness, because in the last year, I wouldn't have been able to do it if it was still Exactly, <laughs> exactly. See, see, you're welcome. Well, thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Again, you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Please plan ahead. You've been listening to this week's edition of Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. You can reach Wendy with any questions you have at area 248-651-5010. That's 248-651-5010. Join us again next week as Wendy provides more information and resources for those important next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. The preceding program was sponsored by Next Steps for Seniors Foundation. This is Daryl.